Hello, this is Alex Austin with Cephala Podcast, and I'd like to invite you to join Haswild and myself as we discuss the history, current features, and upcoming features of the Cephalopod podcast platform. We won't necessarily have an episode every single week for you to visit to. However, when we do have an episode, you can be rest assured it's going to be about a current events topic that will help users get the most out of the platform. You'll find all of our video format episodes in the Cephalopod bonus gallery within the app, and it will always be free for you to check out. So make sure to check back in periodically for updates. Thank you so much for using the platform, and don't hesitate to leave us feedback on Twitter at Cephalopod app. Welcome to episode 125 of Growing Geek Official Podcast. It's a very special number, and thus it's a very special episode, and we are going to talk Wait, about... 129 is a special number? No, 125. Oh. Yeah, because it's like a quarter of the way to 200. I mean, it's a quarter of the way between 100 and 200. Forget my math. This is a Rony Geek Official Math <laughs> You can't cast, do okay? intros. You can't do math. <laughs> what good are you today? I'm literally useless. You brought a so, dragon. That's true. You did bring me a dragon that I already I have. I did bring you a dragon you already have. And, uh, <laughs> and two offspring, because who doesn't like more children in their house? <laughs> but I also brought Timbits. That is true. The I Timbits did that. are yeah, important. True. And uh, so today we're going to talk about a very special topic, one that's very close to us. We're going to talk about our top three favorite open world games per each of us. So, and I'm very excited to talk about this because yes. uh, it's one of my favorite genres, obviously. I'm always talking about these kinds of games, and I'm sure there's going to be some back and forth on what counts as open world as we go through, which is very exciting. And then we'll also do our playing and watching segment on this as well to get caught up on what's hot in the world of gaming and TV and movies and all that shit that, that we all do separately or together and or together. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> so, I'm thinking we'll, we'll do like last time. We'll start with our least favorites of the favorites yep to our most favorites of the favorites last time. so does this mean that i leave now and then i come back to make it like last time yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. no 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 one shot we're doing this all in one shot right now and uh <laughs> I, I think it'll be the most exciting that way so uh anyway i don't know where to start so if you could start adam you want me wonderful. to start yep so yeah you start I will admit, I just now changed one of my choices. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Let's go to the list. You can do an honorable choice? mention at the end. Yeah, no, no. This one's going to be top billing. Okay. Um, I just recently changed my top billing because I rethought about what is classified as what is classified as open world. I went, yeah. oh my God, I that one totally counts. Yeah. We'll argue about it later. Sure. Okay. So number three, I put at The Getaway. Interesting. Okay, this oh. is this this is a little bit more obscure. So this was yeah. a wasn't this like a PS2 era type? Yeah, definitely was. Yeah, I was yeah, say yeah. it's an older game. Yeah, it's yeah. an older one done by uh, the developer was Soho, I think. Okay, something Soho, and it, they're based in the UK. I got into it because at the time there was locked stock and two smoking barrels. Italian job. Italian job, not just Italian job, but there was. It's mostly the um, well, the remake of Italian job. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't care about that one. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels or something like that. Um, Layer and then cake. There was also, what was the other one with um, the Irish, uh, the theft one? Snatch. Snatch. So those were coming out around this time. Oh, you're talking about the Pikes. Oh, you're talking about the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> Talk about the Irish boxes? This guy's fine a fan of furniture. I'm I had to fucking sit through this th- from a tabletop when he played a character like this. I refused to do it in the I podcast. Did. I, <laughs> I actually played a character based on uh, Mickey. Oh, did you really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. He was a fist boxer. That's awesome. That's he, needed, awesome. he needed to shut the fuck up. He <laughs> was amazing. No, it was fun. It was I fun. loved him. I'm just, I'm, I have to like annoy the show to you. Yeah. Well. So um, I really liked it because to me, this was actually one of the earlier, it was a kind of a GTA, it was semi-treated as a GTA knockoff. But the deal was, is it kind of had that same feeling as like Snatch and Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, these like big gangster groups. Yeah, so like, you're right. Yeah, so the feel was definitely like a Guy Ritchie film, yes. like circa yes. that era. And mm-hmm. also, uh, it was also fairly irreverent because I'm pretty sure it wasn't the getaway the one where you get to off a guy who looks like Tommy Versetti from yes. Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like yes. they were clearly taking shots oh, at yeah. Rockstar Games back but then. The way they did UI at the time, they were one of the first to kind of do that UI that we're famous for now. That Kind of, it looks like uh, the reduced amount of UI. Yeah, the the almost naked UI. The yeah. almost naked UI. Yeah. yeah. So they were kind of made that famous, and they made a lot of the open world concepts that we know today. They yeah. began. They by no means did not do them great, but they were the first to well, do I think, them. I thought yeah. the driving was uh, fairly compelling compared to Grand Theft Auto at the time. And that's so, it. It yeah, was a yeah. lot better. Yeah. So there were some things in the game that definitely stood out at the time. But Fucking yeah, to, to make a game with the expectation of we're taking on Grand Theft Auto is pretty crazy. And <laughs> even they, even by they, Venn standards. I played that game, not Grand Theft Auto, which is why it meant so much. Oh, really? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. I, I mean, I played them all. You but played I would Grand say, Theft Auto, though? I played this more. You played three, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, which one was three? The one that we played in your parents' house? No, I never owned a Grand Theft Auto. No, I know you didn't own it. I was just there a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, no, uh, The Getaway was a good game. It it made a lot of the open world concepts that we know today in yep. those classic systems. And I really liked that style of the UK yep. mafia type thing. Cool. Cool. So, Excellent. Yeah, it was a good game. I actually do remember that game. It was a lot of fun. I'm amazed you guys know about it. You're Alex, you always amaze me at knowing these odd games that not a lot of people I know hear about. I know a lot of bullshit games, Adam. You do? I know a I, lot of bullshit games. I just remember <laughs> there's a moment in that game where you come out of a uh, parking lot that's white fenced off and you go down the road into a roundabout. And I did that and got fucking nailed by three fucking cars. And I got so <laughs> mad. I got so mad only because I had been driving that car for the entire play session and got not a fucking scratch on it. It just and in, it just happened. like in real life, people can't drive on roundabouts. I yes. get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so not even AI at so, the time. So really, it was it was as close to real life as possible. Pretty much. Very impressive yeah. for, for then technology. Cool. So. Uh, yeah. So that was pretty good. You're pointing at me. Oh, am I saying it's, You're up. Yeah, you're up, man. Um, okay, so funny you mentioned that one, because uh, I actually, for open world game, uh, not a sandbox game, which is funny that that example came up earlier, uh, Mafia 2. I actually really, really liked Mafia 2. Interesting. I don't know world. anything about this game. Okay, so uh, Mafia series, uh, which they actually just remade, they remade, not re, not like they didn't uprise or anything, the yep. first one. It's on Steam now. Oh, interesting. It, and the first one was a phenomenal fucking story. Mm-hmm. Go what play kind, it. So it's open world. Is it over the shoulder? So yeah. So it's open yeah. world, over the shoulder, third person shooter. Think like Grand Theft Auto, but it has a lot more. It feels a lot more grounded. Like mm-hmm. movement is punchier, so uh, less cartoony. Less cartoony. Yep. More like this is the game. Like you're to give you an idea. Is like you know how you like jump in Grand Theft Auto and kind of like hover fly. Oh yeah. Um, this game. Uh, I actually think they took jumping out, but <laughs> but they <laughs> yeah. uh, but the game feels a lot more robust and there's a lot more story elements to it and it's an open world not a free roam like not a sandbox because the only thing uh that you can really do in the game is play the through the missions yeah and the missions are linear yeah but the world is open 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. So you can like go off and like do things like you know a little bit of car customization. There's, there's, some, some, gear collection, like collection there's some collection stuff, collection yeah, stuff yeah. in it, and there's some side quests ish kind of thing, but they're Here, not really. There really isn't much outside of the main no, story yeah. except for these collectathon. It is. It is a linear game in an open world. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I remember getting it with the expectation that Mafia Two was going to be more like a Grand Theft Auto. Yes, and then it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and no, it was. It was that still was, a Mafia game. That was everybody's assumption. Yeah. was that we we're going to get Ma- Mafia Two was going to be like a Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Mafia game. Correct. But it wasn't. That being said, the story I thought was pretty good, but the gameplay mechanics at the time were phenomenal. It was pretty impressive. It was really good. Like a really great cover system. It was all very fluid. Um, the the story was interesting. Um, the weight of the vehicles was the, the most bizarre yes. thing to me. I still I still remember playing that and driving and just thinking like shit like this is really like a V8 old yeah. like Chrysler. So the driving like, physics were yeah. like yeah. And the cars were heavy. But like, here's, it, it took you a while to accelerate. Once you got going if you came to an abrupt stop like it you're dead. <laughs> but here's the coolest oh. thing about the game, though. The second game specifically was that you start off coming home from World War II. Yep. And Jesus Christ. Yep. And and so for like uh, when you do, you're on leave because you get injured essentially. Yeah. So like the beginning of the game, you're actually fighting in World War II. Yep. Oh wow. Like the whole intro to the game is you're in Italy, you're fighting uh, back the German soldiers, and then like things kind of start going sideways, but then the mob shows up and helps you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So exactly. Like a mob boss comes up in a fucking tank with all of his his mob. Yeah. And fucking takes the city with you. Nice. The American soldiers. <laughs> so like the idea is that in your character is like Italians, like this whole like kind of tie into the actual like Italian mob. Uh, and then so you go back. The story is the story. I'm not gonna get too much into it, but the cool thing about the game is that it progresses through time, and when it does, the whole world changes. Like the vehicles yeah, change, they're true. all era specific to each oh. section of the game. Yep. So at the beginning of the game, you'll have like these old cars with you know like the pot lights and stuff like that. Yep. But then as you progress, those cars are gone unless you have them in your garage. Oh, interesting. And then new era cars come out. I think it goes through three eras. If I, my memory serving, it goes through three eras of cars. It's very cool. That's an that's interesting design. Yeah, it was uh, it was really really compelling. It really pulled you into the world because it was like you felt like you had accomplished something earlier that then was carried forward. And it was like it was that. a good story. It was a good mafia story arc too about like your rise to the top and then your ultimate fall. Like, yeah, it was and, it was good. And right near good. the end, you actually end up killing the guy from the first game <laughs> yeah yeah oh wow yeah <laughs> yeah you you get a hit on the on the original character that's pretty funny it, it is very funny it is yeah, very funny especially yeah. if you know the story of the first game which i'm not gonna say because the new remake just recently came out and is worth playing interesting yeah, yeah interesting game good choice yeah. yeah uh so mine would actually be a very recent game for my third choice overall would be a very recent game actually they're all fairly recent games but i think sure. that's what i found when i was looking at my list was yeah most of them were recent but I actually coincidentally changed my last one, so my my last two. Yeah, uh, just offhand, like I could I could swap something out, like you know, like even my third choice, you know, I could swap this one out for say like Spider Man Two, you know what I mean? Because that one like blew my fucking mind when it came out about just how open it was, but it was also a Spider Man game. But looking back, like it just it got outdated so quickly, you know what I mean? In terms which of the Spider-Man? features, Spider Man Two, Two yeah, yeah. specifically, well, the one based on the movies. 
these were the ones that came out uh, concurrently with the movies, but it was yeah. this one wasn't really based directly on the movie. This was still based on the comics. Right? Okay, yeah. but but it was just the version of New York it had, and and the fact that the the swinging mechanics were so speedy. That was like, a big it was, one. It was yeah. it was a great game. And uh, but but honestly, I wouldn't put it above any one of these that I actually have listed here. So first one I'm going to mention uh, for my number three is going to be Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. Played it last year. Very recent title. Uh, I I think for me this just it. I mean, I've always been I've always been a bit of a Japanophile. Like I'm, I'm into it. I'm, in, I'm into everything that comes from there, and uh, I, I've been there. And it amazes me that your back. wife's not Japanese. It's uh, <laughs> she almost was <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, but but yeah, man, I just I, I I fucking love everything about it, particularly about history and feudal Japan and things like that. And this just really hit all the right buttons for me, man. Playing through it for the first time, and. Uh, they, they, it's almost it's almost as if they they sort of built the world and then just sort of layered a game on top of it is what I felt like because this world just felt like so permanent, like so well thought out, so beautiful, and just the scenery and the, and the way like imagine building this entire weather system just to so shum, show some player a couple years down the road when this game's actually out like some crazy incredible like sunrise or sunset through the mists yeah. of like bamboo trees you know it was just it was crazy they do an incredible i cannot I believe they did it i don't really like open world but i've been tempted to play that one mostly because to my understanding that game does a very good job of willing to go slow for a moment oh and dude just yeah Look around. No, you stop dead in your fucking tracks when you see some of this stuff because you're like, holy fuck. Like, first off, how do they do it on PS4? Like, dude, I, I can't... I, at <laughs> this point... The graphical fidelity for PS4 was At impressive. this point, I'm not even playing Cyberpunk anymore on PS4 because it's just... It's so rough. But, like, a game that's, like, ten times as beautiful as that <laughs> was able to run so much better, which yeah. just blows my mind that they're able to do it. And uh, and the game itself is incredible. The gameplay is fun. You can go, you can go like, straight... You know, hardcore, old-fashioned samurai style, or so what's you can the sort fighting of, like? It, would you compare it to another game, or is it kind of all in there? The ni- the ninja part is like Tenchu. The samurai part is like uh, like uh, like uh, Onimusha, yeah. and then and then you can actually do like a, a melding of the two as well. So okay. like I played as a melding of the two. There was a lot of things I'd like to do more ninja style. Like when I happen upon an enemy encampment, I would spend a lot of time sort of like just looking at it and just trying to figure out. Oh, I could go here. I could go under there. Take this guy out. Drag him into the grass. I could do this. Like. You know, so you can kind of plan out a lot of your moves that way, or you can just kind of go in swords blaze and it just freaking run everybody over with like you can throw smoke bombs and jump in with your sword and stab them. Whatever you want to do. It was pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. But uh but on top of that, yeah, it took place on a, in a real place, uh, however fictionalized in, in in Japan. And it covered a real event, however fictionalized, <laughs> in, in, in feudal Japan as well. Did they make it like an ambassador for that area or something? And Did they, they do in, something? in fact, the the mayor of this island or the sort of you know, premier of this island off the coast of Japan, it is a part of Japan. Yeah, uh, has just named every person who worked on the team for Ghost of Tsushima as an official ambassador of the island of Tsushima, which yes. is pretty cool. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and which which makes me I think mean, like, honorary, damn, they must have really done. A good job, even by their standards. If people were like, "Well, fuck yeah, this is this is us. This is what we this is this is our history. This is how we well, are." You know, like if they somehow turn the history of our area where we live, the history of our area is that the Indians or Indians, but the natives fought back. Yeah, the British. Yep. Here and there was a huge war, and that's yes. we live in an area near where us. There's Windsor and Tecumseh, which are names of old chieftains. Yeah, it's yes. true. And the, the names of the chieftains who won that war. That's what yep. it's based on. So. For someone to have done a Ghost of Tsushima for this area, where you played as like a chieftain, you played as chieftain to come, yeah, yeah. You, you beat the shit out of the fucking British, or yeah, you, yeah. you had to do the the tomahawk sneaky, you know, 
But then, them. but then it has to end how the siege uh, on the Detroit River really ended. Where then they sent they sent a couple they sent Tecumseh over to Detroit on a boat with a couple other you know chiefs from from the British Army, right? A couple captains from yeah. the British Army, and they're about to the the Americans want to invade, right? And they're like, well, pff, I got fucking twenty thousand Braves ready to skin all your guys over there if you come across the river, and they're angry. They're real angry. Can't you hear them? And they're all yelling across the river. But there's not 20,000. There was like 2,000, right? Yeah. And the Americans are like, fuck that. It's yours. Like, really? (laughs) You can have it. We're out of here. War of 1812 is over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that was that, man. So if if someone made a story like that of our area that we were raised in, that... We would probably be like, that's fucking cool. Let's back cool. this shit. But yeah. at least in Ghost of Tsushima, the, the big baddie, you get to cut his head off at the end of the game. So oh, like that's that, that's pretty fun too. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Ghost it's a good Tsushima. game. Yeah, dude, it's fucking great, man. Yeah, and you have PS5 now. I do. I'm going to pick should, it up. You should play it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I keep forgetting Super you got good. that. Uh, so that would be my first choice. Your, well, well, my first, my, my worst of the best. Your worst of the best? Yeah. So my next one, see, I put up a bunch of lists here uh, in case there was some doubles because I'm going to leave Breath of the Wild for someone else. Oh, you, you nice man. I am such a nice man. <laughs> um, for my number two, I'm going to put out um, actually Miles Morales. Okay, cool. nice. Yeah, okay, so cool. I haven't played it yet. I haven't played either, but I played the first one though. Yes. So is it the same New York? Yeah, it's the exact same New York. They just kind of, it's the exact same New York. Okay. They just added a Christmas theme to stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. sweet. Um, but I mean, that's fine. Just lets you focus on other areas of the game. Yes. Because nobody gives a fuck if New York's up to date. They just want the gameplay to be improved. So did they do that? Oh, God, yes. So the improvement, the additive of, um, like, uh, they call it the Venom's Bite, I think it is, mm-hmm. which is his electrical powers. Yeah. It does a very good job. So in the first one, you have the the technology. The Spider-Man has, like, you know, the gadgets. Yep. Yes. I never really used the gadgets. Oh, me. really? They were fun. I just didn't use them. I use them all the time. Really? Yeah. I just didn't use them. Fair I enough. used the main like main I, webbing, I, and that was it. That, fair. <laughs> fair enough. And, and the main webbing was fun to use, so I don't blame you for not using those up because that was also fun. Yeah. But, like, yeah, no, you can use them. They're but fun. they... So I didn't really utilize them. Now, I played it backwards. I played Miles Morales. So this is kind of my playing and watching to a small degree. Yeah. I played Miles Morales first, and then the original Spider- Marvel okay. Spider-Man. Miles Morales is way better. The story plot is so spot on. I can't possibly explain how good the story and character really? of that game I was really is. hoping Damn. that that game was going to be co-op. Who are, who, uh, are some, who are some of the bad guys in, I mean, unless they're spoilers or whatever, who are some of the bad guys in the Miles Morales one? Quite a few, isn't there? Um, so there's the Tink, yeah, there's the Tinkerer. Okay, nice. Rhino's kind of a, he, he's a he secondary shows up bad guy. guy right? He yeah. shows up he, yeah. uh, here or there. Okay. And another, like, corporate entity guy. Okay. Um, so there's not a lot of big name bad villains. What it is, the, I don't, cause I don't want to spoil it. Um, the relationship <laughs> between Miles Morales and the main bad guy is what's important. Okay. It's not about the, oh, look, it's Vulture and not Shocker, but Electro fighting in the sky. You know, it's not yeah. this cool, great fucking awesome battle. Yeah. It's not about that. It's about the relationships between the characters. Mm. And that's what really makes it great. There's fantastic scenes. It talks about, it's basically Miles Morales being Harlem's Spider-Man. Right. And you spend a lot of your time in Harlem. But 
it's so good. The character is so good. And they, they boiled down to the huge collectathon and mm-hmm. do-a-thon from Spider-Man to a very small amount. Oh. So you felt like you got complete pretty early on, but they were harder challenges. Okay, So cool. it felt a bit more like everything I did was a bit more and a bit tougher and a bit more interesting. Cool. Um, so it wasn't just go there, pick up a backpack, go there, pick up this. It was, no, it was, the challenges were more difficult. Nice. And the story was fantastic. Honestly, if you love the original Spider-Man, this is so much better. Even if you didn't love the original Spider-Man, fucking oh, I, I played it. Yeah, I played all the way through it. I liked it. It is yeah. so fantastic. Everything about it is, take the original, crank it up to uh, an, how you do a sequel. It's how you do a fucking sequel. Nice. Okay. That's good to know. That's yeah. good to know. Awesome. Awesome. Hell Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. I have to have another game that I'm going to tell you guys about that I thought was good. Uh, yeah, um, Way of the Samurai, actually. Uh, the first I one. had that one on my list. Yeah, so the first Way of the Samurai game, not a long game. It's a very short very game. Very short game. Yeah. It's like a three-day game or something like that. Hmm. Uh, in, like In the world, it's a three-day game. Uh, it goes about the same pace as... Uh, actually, I would argue even faster than... Um, oh, shit, Zelda game with the moon. What was it called again? Zelda game with the moon? Yeah. The one the moon's crashing and you put time to go back. Oh, Majora's Mask. Yeah, that's the one. Hmm. Uh, so like that, but faster. Uh, but the whole purpose of the game was that... So in-game, the, the story in-game yeah. takes place over three days. Okay. Yeah, or, or something similar to that yeah. anyway. Um, and the whole thing about the game is it depends on where you go at what time completely changes the fucking game. Like you can actually interact with a character and go through this like amazing storyline and it's really really cool and you get to the end of the game and you complete it and it's great Mm. next time you go through and you play you don't even fucking see that character Hmm. ever they're not not even even like you never you maybe see them in passing yeah and it's neat too because you'll see instances where you were there and you did something and since you're not there something totally different happens Interesting. And the game is just, huh. you just replay the game over and over it's, and it changes every fucking time. It That's very impressive. much reminds me of the old um, Bushido Ronin movies. Yeah. Uh, Akira Kurosawa style. Yeah. Yes. You are a Ronin samurai yeah. that shows up to town and there are effectively three factions. The townsfolk. Yes. And, and then, then the two, two different warring clans. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you sort of just get caught in between where the two fa- flan- uh, flans, the two clans kind of want to recruit you. Right. The townspeople do you want to defend them yeah. or yeah. join the clans? But you, you, even if you join one clan, it's not necessarily guaranteeing a certain story plot. No, yeah. There are these overarching story plots, but then you can interact with a certain character in one way and it changes the way something happens to that clan and the way they treat you. Yeah, it was very neat because you can actually come in at a story at one point, change a bunch of things in that story and then jump to another one and that story, because you haven't been there, is now different but you can still continue on to like the same goal that they originally put out. It was yeah. a weirdly, it was a weirdly intricate game. And the fights were, um, they kind of reminded me very slightly of like a dark Soulsy kind of fight where you yes. would sit there and look at each other and circle around mm-hmm. each other for most of the fight. And then someone swings a sword and you basically have to hit that with that swing. Yeah. Or the other guy's going to shove a sword up your right, fucking right. asshole or a giant hammer. Or... Yeah, the blacksmith killed the blacks- you so many times. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Try to steal shit? Uh, well, the thing was like, it's also like uh, you can collect weapons and those weapons will stay with you when you cycle back. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like the idea is that you have your heirloom weapons. Kind of like New Game and, Plus. Yeah, yeah, right. And so the thing was that if you took out the blacksmith, you'd get his hammer. His hammer was not bad. It was actually really good. Yeah. So uh, he was 
was like a character that you could get to pretty quickly and try and take down. Nice. Uh, but the other thing too about the game is that it had a uh, um, weapon maintenance uh, segment to it too. So it you could fight with a weapon and you can repair it, but if the weapon got to a certain point, it would break and then you couldn't repair it anymore. So there's this like weird thing where you're trying to get a weapon that has a high damage, but is not so frail that you can use it for like three swings. <laughs> And That's the, cool. And yeah. the blacksmith that you need to kill to get a really good weapon is the guy that repairs your stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> and all of the weapons also had stances. And you learn more stances as you played the game. Yes. Okay. So that you develop skills through each playthrough that would carry over to the next one. So and, you also, that, and you also learn how to get at those skills. Exactly. Yeah. So the idea is that when you first start off, you wake up on a battlefield right after the battle. You're kind of like assumed dead, but you're not. Uh, and then the idea is that you have no skills, no weapons. But then when you come through another playthrough, it's like you wake up in the same situation, but your character is now established as a Ronin with some skill and a weapon of theirs. Yeah. And so like every time you restart, the idea is that you're just starting from a different point in that character's life. Interesting. But in the same area in huh. time. Yeah. It's very really cool. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Great. They I did a few one. of them then, didn't they? Didn't they do like Yeah, they became very, very jokey. Yeah. Um, don't they? get me wrong. They're fun to play, but you can't take them seriously. I think third ones where they started getting really jokey second one i think they kind of tanked because it was way too serious where so the first one was serious but fun second yes. one was serious but fell flat and then three and definitely four yeah the uh, it rough. got it, it gets it gets rough mechanics are still there they're a lot of fun it's neat to see the interactions because they still do the cycling story thing that is way of the samurai that's yes. just like that's the way their games are played is a cycling story you play yeah. it multiple times to get all the different angles yeah um but yeah the last one was very anime which hmm. it's fine and it's fun, but like I said, it's not the same as the first game. Yeah, it's a very different feel. I agree. It's like Saints Row. Saints Row started off trying to be like a Grand Theft Auto clone, and then became fucking what Saints Row is now. Right. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they, I don't remember if, it more and more over the top. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember if you were the one who showed me that game or not. Yeah, but, yeah we played it at your your parents for like hours. Yeah, but I don't remember if you were the one who showed me it. But I don't remember how we got into it. But that game had a huge impact on on the games that I like today. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. So I'm glad you had it. I'm glad one of us did. Yeah. Interesting. So that conversation kind of sparked something that, that I had completely forgotten to, to consider in the course of this little project here and two hours ago when I first heard about it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Breath of the Wild was going to be in my top I, I three. I think but... out of all of our listeners, you're the last to know what the episode's going to be about. Well, in this case, I definitely was, yeah. yeah. So anyway, the... Um... Some of the listeners probably knew before he did. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So Breath of the Wild, the I think, court. is going to be dropped to honorable mention for me, uh, only because my, my top ones now Which one, have sorry? changed. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, I think it's going to drop the honorable mention. Well, I mean, it's me. not a great game. So. Oh, see, I... oh, please. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Technically, probably the greatest <laughs> game ever made. So let's not even go there. But anyway, I th- uh, I think we can all agree it's it's one of our tops. All universally, totally. The three of us added together, it's the best open world. I totally. mean, it's really just fucking um, uh, Genshin Impact without without like any. Like, <laughs> you can't buy anything, so Genshin Impact. So many people just unsubbed. From I mean, this I'm just saying, like Genshin Impact, you get like more stuff, so they're constantly releasing it. Sure, yeah, you have to pay dude. For it, <laughs> Yeah, it's always fresh. I fucking hate that game. Always fresh. Get back and fucking uh, die. <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm trying to decide. Troll harder. For my number two, I think I'm going to go uh, from a series that I quite like, but I haven't gotten to play the last couple uh, iterations, but Yakuza 3. I, think I knew not, a Yakuza gonna go was going to be on your list. So because just, it just sparked Did it. you play Dragon, the new one that just I came didn't, out? I did, but I want to so Oh bad. my God, it looks amazing. I can't I, wait I, like, I legitimately really want to fucking yeah, play like, that Yeah, like game. a dragon is what it's yes, called, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, so, so I, this Even is, you, Adam, you should look at the trailers for that game because it looks fucking cool. So, All right, I'll have to give it a Yakuza shot. 1 was probably my other favorite, but I really like Yakuza 3 just because like this is... So this 
the life of Kazuma Kiryu is not an easy one. So here's a guy who at every juncture in his life is just trying to get out of the game. He's trying to get out of the Yakuza. He's trying to go straight. He's trying to do things right. Even as a Yakuza, trying to do things the right way. As far as Yakuza is concerned, right? As far as, you know, being in a sort of Japanese He's trying to be honorable Yakuza. Yeah, yeah. He's honorable, right? Which I like. I like that they take some of the samurai themes and kind of overlay it into the storyline, right? It works perfect for for this world that it takes place in. And uh, Yakuza 3 actually starts out and you're running an orphanage on Okinawa, like in, in this, Ooh. yeah, island out there. And it's like the most beautiful setting and you're running an orphanage and he's all about these kids and you're like grocery shopping for them and like trying to make meals for them. And <laughs> yeah. like, it's just so crazy. Like, yeah. and, but Is it's this so the same Yakuza. character from Yakuza 1 and 2? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, then, and then before you know it though, you end up meeting some, some chief on you know, Okinawa, who's like, you're, you're a fucking back end guy. Like you're going to have to go beat yeah. some ass for me, right? And you're like, no, I'm not going to beat ass. I'm not gonna do that this time, but yeah. you end up eating ass. So like, uh, <laughs> and then and then you get sucked back in on the mainland as well, and you end up back in uh, Kamurocho, I believe. But yeah, yeah it's it, the whole series though is just, and there's so many themes that kind of carry from game to game. But I think three was the first time where they'd fleshed out like all the great side quest ideas that they had, yeah. and like you had like they modernized the series. Yeah, yeah, you could run like a host bar. You could do the arcade games. And one, <laughs> host of them, bar stuff. one of them's <laughs> just like straight up fucking Virtua Fighter. Like they had uh, just yeah. all this crazy shit that you could do in there and it was so fucking great man like yeah. you could just honestly it's a game you could just dive into for hours so at a time the first other games that was five games in one game totally yeah totally and it, it definitely falls in line with the sakaguchi uh philosophy of rpgs which is that they're everything games they're supposed to be everything yeah. games yeah. and this is definitely what it's taking off of but and the cool thing is is you have to take your time to master each element in that game in fact for uh, like a dragon, you're recruiting party members in that game. Yes. What I've read in the reviews is that you must master a lot of these side quests to yeah. gain new party members, which yes. is fucking amazing. Like, I can't wait to play it. It sounds amazing. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll watch the trailer for it before we head out. It's, it's okay. something worth watching. Yeah, in fact, uh, the other the other game I just recently bought, I'm actually going to sell, I think, and pick up that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so because I'd much rather be playing that. Anyway, but um, yeah, I, I think just overall, though, I would say Yakuza 3 is probably my favorite out of the series that I've played so far. I played the first three, and, uh, and they're all masterpieces in their own right. Uh, but I just I, I really appreciate that game. It's a gorgeous game, plays great, and I just love I love the idea of you know here's this character and and even though he wants to go straight, and he wants to do the right thing. Every road leads to him beating more ass. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> and if you like the idea of the story too, I think they actually remastered three recently, didn't they? Oh, did they? I think oh, so. Oh, they did on a Steam. collection. Yeah, they, they did, did a collection. Collect, they yeah. did a remaster collection on mm. Steam. It's yep. on Steam. So oh, go check it out. Oh, yeah, I gotta snag that. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's actually one through I mean, four that ended I, up on I don't, there. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I don't know if I would recommend playing through one and two. Uh, that might be that <laughs> might be rough. Sa- no, that be um, it could it could get redundant playing through the first so, two at this point. Like yeah. you know, with Witcher One, how you would never play that game. Yeah. Uh, but you would watch it on YouTube on your other monitor while you play something better. No, I'd watch a summary <laughs> of it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That, that, that's the way to go with those games too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's probably where I'd go for for my number two. Then it's going to be uh, it's just I I just enjoyed the hell out of those games. That's a good choice. And, and they're open world. Solo so. number two. Yep. So I changed my number one just as we were we're starting this. We're doing a lot of changing, man. Yeah, mostly because I had him set for... Basically, since we posted the episode content, I knew what mine were going to be. Is it Pokemon? No. Uh, (laughs) Open world. Is it Pokemon Arceus? I guess they are open world. Since Game Boy. Fuck. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you. You blew my fucking mind. (laughs) No, the first open world Game Boy, though, would have been like uh, Metroid 2. Um, uh, actually, no. The first oh, we're kind of disinclude. Uh, we first, first open world game was I'm pretty sure Link's Awakening. 
Not, not, I no, mean, no, what? First open world game would have been Link, would have been Zelda. Would Metroidvania yeah, games first Zelda. be Wait, open what? world? No, sorry, I'm thinking of the new version of it. I know, I'm just telling you Zelda, the, yeah, the Zelda, the first yes, Zelda. That's what I meant to say. Oh. Yes. Yeah, would, would Metroidvania games be considered open world? Like the old school, like side scrollers? No. no. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. No, I would not put them I in can there. see why you think that, because you're going to go back and forth. But yeah. No, no yeah. because it's so contained within you're right. one small. Yes. And each area is kind of like its own new level. So, yes. yeah. yeah. It's just like, what if they took all the levels and just made one big level? So, <laughs> the game that I was originally saying, I think we all agree, I was going to put Breath of the Wild number one. Because we all we all were going to put Breath of the Wild number one. I was yeah. not. <laughs> Breath Except of the... for Rob, because he likes Genshin more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Breath of the Wild awoke something in me that I didn't know I had. It awoke a wonder in me that I can't. Mm. Uh, it's hard to get back. It's to hard to get it. To like simple games. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Um, <laughs> Rob, you were talking. To, I was listening to our. I, yeah. I do listen to our own episodes. Yes. Uh, you were talking about how you built up these skills of these video games and how from playing so many games that even when you join a new game, I love that you bring that up because that is such an important thing to me. Okay. I'm like not even kidding. I'm dead serious. Like that is an important thing. To it me. is like my, my heritage of playing games. Yeah. So like so how you have this and stop, how you just but... walk into another game and you kind of already have a feeling yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. We all sort of have the same thing. I call it seeing the matrix. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I think of it in in code. I can see the game and how it's. I don't want to say how it's coded exactly, but I can understand the rules of, of the, the game. game of not the game world and the universe, yeah, yeah. but of like that game and its program. Right? Yeah. Like the first thing you do is you nudge forward, nudge back. Okay. How fast can I sidestep? Can I roll? Stuff like that. Yeah. And Those you can see things. the program. And then, you, and then you understand, okay, because I rolled for this long with this animation, this is how it works mechanically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so I sort of see the matrix. I think Breath of the Wild was one of the games that even though I could see the matrix, I didn't care. The, the world yeah. itself awed me enough yeah. to forget about it. That, okay, a uh, good analogy for that is Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z, when you see loop animation, you're like, oh man, that's so shitty. But when you look at really good animation nowadays, you don't notice all of those like shitty fucking things they used to do Yeah. Uh, as much. Even though they still do them, but they do them to a lesser extent. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So I want to get say my first one, my first favorite open world, and I think you'll agree with me once you think about it for a second. Are we on, are we on one? Yeah, we are on one. We're okay. on our number one, Chrono Trigger. Oh, okay. So is it an open world game? I think it is because yes, you're teleporting through time, but you have full freedom in that area. It's layered. It's layered on the same area. Yeah. yeah. O- open worlds where each world is technically its own stage is still open world. Yeah. Okay. But it's yeah, each I'll time g- frames because they can't. I'll, yeah. It's, just, it's only yeah, their own I'll, time. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. And the world is slowly unlocked to you, but that's I no mean, different most, than any most other Most Final Fantasy games are kind of open world if you look at it like that. Yeah. 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 So I, I didn't think about that and I didn't think about it as being open world until we were just talking about we were kind of debating what classifies yeah. as an open world. And I went, holy shit, this is an open world game. Yes. Hmm. And I don't know why I thought of that, but didn't think of Pokemon. Yeah. So Chrono Trigger. It's my favorite game of all time. But yeah. Um, so I, I really can't, it's my, I haven't always a top, like few games that are wrestle for my favorite game, but it top easily top three all the time. And I never even thought about it. So yes, Chrono Trigger, best open world game. I don't even think I need to talk about it that much more. We talk about it a lot. I don't yeah. have to go over it anymore. I, I can definitely see why, man. And, and I like that there's persistent things happening in each world that you go to and then there's things to unlock in every every version of the same world that you yeah. go to right and and they're all they're all sort of in my mind they're all like layers on the same world and it's right? kind of sandboxy in the sense that you make changes that are unique to your world kind of unique i mean everyone yeah. else can do the same things but it's changes to the world that you made 
Yeah. So it's not just an open world. It's an open world that is your open world. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's true. And I mean, there's so many endings to that game as well, right? To kind of reflect on that. The fact that it's yes. like your, it's your specific playthrough. It's your so. story. Yeah. Is, is there nine endings? Is there seven endings? Twelve. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, there's like a that. lot. There's a lot. So, very interesting. So, yeah. yeah. I figured I'd put that up there. Hell yeah, man. But good honorable mention, Rob, if you're not going to bring up Pokemon. Well, I was going to kind of mention a few things really quick. So, um, I've got an answer that you guys are going to maybe roll your eyes at. I want to see if you guys can guess it. Um, Portal. Interesting, but no. Um, <laughs> not, definitely not, definitely an not an open world in Beat. any regard. Beat Saber. Uh, no. Okay, so you can't <laughs> guess anymore. Uh, do you want to take a stab at it? Can, can uh, you give me at least... Yeah, help this. I'll give you the honorable mentions to disinclude yes, them. Yes, thank you. Okay, so um, I'm... Uh, the Obviously, the honorable mentions of Pokemon, uh, the, the various Final Fantasy games. Uh, I figured GTA like would be on your list. GTA, uh, sure. especially 5, yes. uh, did a phenomenal which, job. Which, which, 5 on which console? PC. Okay. Because they're uh, on every console. <laughs> Yeah, on PC where Red, they actually Red updated 2? the game. Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2 had a really good uh, open world, mm. really immersive, stuff like that. Rockstar does a very good job with mm. their open world stuff. They've kind of, they've become kind of like the leading uh, way to do an open world story yeah. kind of thing, mm-hmm. I would argue. Um, but uh, yeah, and a lot of fun. Uh, so I don't know, do you want to take a stab at it? Oh, God. That's a rough one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a Bethesda game. How about that? Okay. All right. It's a Blizzard game. <laughs> no, uh, no, no MMOs. Mm. Yeah, no, no MMOs was a was a part of this this challenge. We could not name MMOs because I mean, at that point you would be like, okay, World of Warcraft, Star Wars Galaxies, yeah, yeah, yeah. like true. Eve Online, yeah, <laughs> like, true, true. Okay, no, I don't know. Then you got me. Adam would know better than me though. Uh, You're gonna laugh. He's gonna hit himself. <laughs> the Old Republic. Uh, that's actually a pretty good guess. Not not a Bethesda game though. Oh, right, that is Bethesda. But I mean, you could argue that, that Oval Obsidian. Oh, wait. Yeah, but yeah. no. You said it is a Bethesda game? Not it's a not. Bethesda game. Oh, okay. There's so many that's going through my head. Just take a stab at it at this point. Who cares? I mean, I'm just going to ridicule you about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I honestly don't even know. Not even a stab in the dark? Skyrim. No, not a Bethesda game. Not that. Try, I'm trying to think of all... You've played so many open worlds. Oh, yeah. Pretty much all of them. Yeah. I, 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 that's I, the hardest thing about I, guessing. I, I, I have choice, like... Yeah, choice overload. For overload. I can't. Metro. No. Uh, um, Total War games. Oh, hold on. Because here's the thing. Every time you play those games, you can play them a completely different way. It is 100% an open world, but it's not an open world no. third-person game. No, yes, no, no, is no. There, yeah. I, I do not. I knew he was going to get like you that. No, no. If, you, if we're going to blow the lid off of... Because here's the thing. It's, a, it's You may sit on the council, but you do not get the title. No, because here's, <laughs> here's the thing, though. What about... what about war, Let's Because you know Warhammer 2. So Warhammer 2 Total War, what about it is not open world? You do not get to experience every part of that world. Exactly. You don't get to explore every part that of that world. That is not true. That is 100% not true. Oh. Uh, I've taken Skaven and no. I've gone from one world to the other, so I know no, that's this not. This feels a, like a dirty answer. It is not a dirty this is answer. Dirty. This is no, dirty. it is. It is an answer that you did not expect. Look, so go if, fuck if yourself. He, if, <laughs> if he plays the game and he feels genuinely like free to kind of like roam around and play it his way, then sure, I don't and know that how is you the would one, do that. That is the great thing about Total War games yeah. is that no matter where you start, even if it's one of the historic ones, the game is open for you to make your own decisions, for you to write history the way you want to play it. That is 100% what an open world game is. Yeah, all of those things would be consistent. As non-linear, it. open areas, go fuck yourself. 
I win. Oh my god, it's some games are designed with Fuck, both traditional they, and open oh, world models. Oh, I'm sorry that you, you win by the definition. So here's god the thing. Doesn't feel dirty. No, so here's the thing <laughs> is that you think open world is a third person or first person thing. You can go fuck yourself. It's also a strategy thing. You're not wrong. Oh, it's also god. a turn based thing because technically, fuck. technically, if you wanted, Tactics is also an open world game. No, no, because that has set worlds. Right, but you can move between them. No, no, but they're they're um, they're until set they, levels until they unlock, and then you can move between them. No, 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 because they're you're you're not you're not traveling between different areas. It's a menu going through the different areas. That, that, I'm sorry, fine. but that's fine. That one, I, I will I will give you that. that I will give you that. that. But um, technically, you can go anywhere on the map. Just saying. But no, yeah. Well, total, no, you can go total. to their pre-designated spots on the map. Still open to go to those areas. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, no, no, no. Total, I will give total, okay. Total I will war, give total war based yeah. on this definition uh, from Wikipedia that I don't trust. But I <laughs> this is this is like saying that a hooker is a worker. There in Canada, there is no legal thing that says she works because she can't admit to her job, but she totally works for a living. Actually, you can you can actually it's legal in Canada. It is in some areas. You yeah. just can't solicit. So okay, I'll give it to you. You're this, yes, you you may sit at the council. But you do not get the title. Nope, I disagree. You can go fuck yourself, old man. Get out of here. <laughs> you know what happens next, right? He's gonna kill all the kids. Like this. <laughs> uh, interesting. So mine is definitely Genshin Impact. Just... <laughs> all right, this has been Roll Geek Official Podcast, <laughs> and we're done. Last See episode. <laughs> no. We're no longer friends. <laughs> Actually, I should probably do some honorable mentions. Uh, uh, people, people who know my gaming habits would know I'm Oscar heavy. would say Genshin Impact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Maybe. Uh, People who know my gaming habits would know that I'm big on Bethesda games, and look, I think they all get an honorable mention. Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know that any of them have elaborated a whole lot on first-person open-world games. They all kind of do the same thing, just like one is like, you know, you have like Fallout, which is a lot of guns, yeah. and you have Skyrim, which is like swords, but they both kind of still do the same thing. Cool open worlds, I'm into them. They're some of my favorite games, but uh, I, I would say just overall, the one, the one that I've found most impactful is another one that I only got to play recently, uh, and that's going to be Witcher 3. So I think yes. uh, yeah. just... I didn't know going into that because I, the last thing I'd ever played was a bit of Witcher 2 and it just didn't seem that that expansive, that huge. It was. I mean, it's I've just, been saying the same thing about Witcher 3 for a long time. Still haven't played that game. Looks like trash. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But it, it just in terms of the, the world that it takes place in and just how immersive it is and, and just how much there is to do in it, how much there is yes. to see. And just every time, you th- every time you think that you're like, oh, I'm on the cusp of kind of seeing everything that this world has to offer another huge area will open up somewhere. I think what's nice about it is everything from a lot of open world games. Like let's take the Marvel, like the Marvel Spider-Man's one that I'm talking yeah. about. There are a lot of the open world concept is okay. Go run around and do, do some swinging. Mm. Whereas the Witcher game, even the small side missions that you're really not supposed to see necessarily yeah. are big character events. Yes, yeah. they are. Oh yeah. And, and they introduce some of the best monsters in the game yeah. in, in doing that as well. And, uh, and some, and what I like about that world too, is there's, um, Maybe it happens in, in other games as well. Sometimes if you run into a tougher enemy, but in The Witcher, like there's a lot of ways to get fucked up in that game. Oh yeah. Like and and, and they don't really you know there, there's areas in the game where it's just gonna be like level 20, 30 monsters, and if you're level ten and you go there, like you're fucked if you run into a battle with one of them. So there's a real sense of danger in this world as well, which I really like, and it's very visceral. Uh, and and just the way that some of the events kind of unfold, where you where you're having to travel through these areas and and to get from point A to point B. Yes. And you're it's just it's just a very visceral world to kind of for this to take place in I, I would say as far as like the world isn't built around your character right it's it's the world and you're just kind of playing in it and the world is totally and utterly ambivalent to your existence yes <laughs> so, so, it so it's really it builds on way of the samurai is what you're saying totally yeah yeah, in a, in a yeah actually way. it really much does yeah, yeah, yeah totally I know, I know. and uh <laughs> 
Obviously, and, and just in terms of sheer content, I don't know if really anything does touch The Witcher at this point. But you know, it's interesting though because you know I played all the way through the the you know initial game. What's the big area takes place and what's that one called? Tamriel. Uh, yeah. Probably. No. No. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, well, there's like Novigrad, and then there's like the swampy area below it. And I can then, never remember. And then any it opens areas. up into the Skellig Isles, which is like the the sort of you know like uh, Irish Isle. I Irish fucking hated the Ske- Skellig Isles. Oh, I, I still love it. I, still I love hated it. the verticality because my horse just didn't handle that area. No, the verticality. Actually, the thing that bugs me is just all the water, man. There's so much that's water traveling too. in there. Yeah, at first, and then, uh, and then, and then once that's done, you have the expansion content, which the second one is the the one that is basically like France or something. Yeah, Renaissance <laughs> yeah. France. And, and, that's and, the, the content I want to play the most. Actually. Yeah, and dude, it's it's, it's a great one. It's yeah, insane. I like I just I cannot even thinking about it now. I cannot wrap my mind. I must have poured 150 hours into that game last year. Because I love how all of their things that you do, even this little small air quote side missions, which. I don't even know if that's the right answer to call them. That's the right thing to call them. It's like a whole fucking episode. It's a whole fucking yeah. episode. Their side missions are philosophical in nature. Everything they ask mm-hmm. in that game is philosophy. Mm-hmm. And the expansions are definitely that. There's dealing with immortality. Um, dealing with um, this place that looks like it's doing great. And they have this veneer of, look how amazing we are. Yeah. Mixed with. No, we're actually doing terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like this is yeah. we're we're rotting on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, true, man. The the real question I have about this game um is can I can I make it so that I look like Henry Cavill? Yes, cuz you always look like Henry Cavill. No, I mean like is there a mod? <laughs> on PC probably. But yeah, probably actually yeah, yeah, on PC. Yeah. I'm just curious. I was wondering I'm if sure there knew the answer. There's gotta be. There's gotta be, right? Yeah, honestly, you, after... you think that a modder would do it just to get the attention of Henry Cavill? No, I played yeah. I played he plays the, the game, fucking game like crazy. I played Witcher Three after watching the Witcher series. Did you? So yeah, yeah. So I, I got over it pretty quick actually. Like yeah. uh, the fact that it is. No, I I'm like, not yeah. I don't actually give a fuck. I'm yeah. just I'm being And also <laughs> actually as a result of not just the series, but also more so the game actually, I would say like I, I fucking love the idea of the Witcher. Like I just I think it's such a badass kind of character. I yes. love the world that it takes place in. I love that they're just like these sort of Ronin who exist in, in this different kind of I guess like more Eastern European style yeah. feudal feudal society, you know what I mean? And the and, bounty hunters, right? Yeah, yeah, essentially. Well yeah. for of monsters. Yeah. 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 And uh and, and I I like their code of ethics that they have. I think that's cool too. And I think Novigrad in particular, or even, even that city, uh, I can't remember what it's called. The French one as well. Those are two of like the most incredible cities I think that exist in fantasy games. Yes. Like it, it just, nothing touches them. Like you play Skyrim, like the biggest cities in that, just they're not even, uh, you know, a 10th of what these cities are. Yes. It, it, they're unbelievable. So oh. I, I just can't believe how big they are. Like Novigrad, especially it's just like, it's huge. It's so massive. Like there's open world games that are about as big as that city, and yes. it's a full city. So uh, yeah, I mean, it just it's the it, game is untouch. I I think at this point it's untouchable. Yeah, it it'd be hard to. And, and obviously, yeah, like, I agree. With, it's untouchable with like cyberpunk <laughs> and the expectations behind that. They they sort of were born in The Witcher Three, right? And, yeah. and so then then we can see the kind of dark path that that all took. But yeah, that game needs a few another year. It, it'll yeah another couple of years. It, it but needs it, a little bit more bake time. But yeah. man, it, you're right. I, I don't it's know like, if it'll ever be touched. It's like, ooh, this cake came out floppy. <laughs> but you know, the reason why I chose that, that over some, though, it's like it's so good. Though. It's so close. <laughs> it's so close to perfection. You can taste the perfection in the game, but it's just not there yet. Well, there's yeah. moments. There's like moments, like flashes where you're just like, holy fuck, and, what this and, game is. And I gotta play through more of the game because from everybody I've talked to has one of the best NPCs in the in any game out Which there. one? Panama, apparently. Oh, Panama is amazing. Everybody loves yeah. Panama. I, love, I, I, I haven't, haven't gotten Panama. Panama yet. I haven't gotten to Panama. Panama is... 
she is she's such a great character. Don't and say anything. I'm just gonna. Okay. I'm going to be playing. This I love game. her story. I love the arc between the two. And like I said, I like their relationship. If you make the relationship yeah. with V and Panama more, because it, it develops Panama better. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that that would probably be my top one, just because. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. It's a game I look forward to playing again. I mean, I'll also play, play Breath of the Wild and stuff again, but for kind of a different reason. You know yes. what I mean? Like, it's it's just uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild like, is... It's like oh, a little vacation. Oh, a nice little hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's yeah, all yeah. calm, and look at the environment. Whereas Witcher is, I want to feel guilt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sorrow I, and I emotion. I dread. Yeah, yeah. I want to feel what it feels like to put down a demon fetus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they got that. <laughs> that's no problem. Cool, but that's that's basically it for mine. And obviously, there's there's a whole ton of mentions we could throw in here. Yeah, you know, I mentioned but we could go on for you know, bio, Bioware games. Hours. Bioware games get an honorable mention as well. You know, your uh, you know your your Mass Effects and your um, uh, Dragon Ages and things like that. I think get an honorable mention as well. Uh, um, Origins, especially Dragon Age Origins, such a good. Oh game. yeah, absolutely. So lots of a good. Should I get an Inquisition? No. And some people would even argue like uh, like Souls games should probably, you know, open world because everything's connected, yes, right? So I would consider yeah. Dark Souls 1. Yeah. 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 Open world. So I, th- I think I think there's arguments to be made for a lot of games. But yeah, those are just my favorites just based on how much time I spent with them and, the, you know, how quickly I'd go back to them, certainly. Yep. So, yep. Cool. Anyway, moving on to playing and watching. This is real time now. Oh, this is going to be rough. Okay. So I, I'm going to I'm gonna skip out on a bunch of mine. Yeah. Um, because it's been too long for us and I've gone through a lot of games. Yeah. So we'll talk more about... Some of the bigger things today. I'm going to focus on two things. Okay. Spider Man. Yeah. Spider Man. Spider Man. <laughs> Miles Morales Spider Man game. I played it on the PS5. Holy fucking shit! Are they amazing? Yeah. The Marvel Spider Man game. I have. It is my favorite Spider Man movie. Yes. Interesting. I agree. Huh. I have to finish it still, but it's, it is. I'm almost there. So good. The feeling of betrayal. There are slight tweaks I wish they would make, mm. but the feeling, and this is no spoiler. No, I know, yeah, Octavius. The, yeah, the, yeah, the feeling of betrayal from Octavius is so good. Yeah. It's such a slow roast. Right. The thing is, like, Octavius has always been the most interesting of the villains in my mind. Because he's like he's genu- he's genuinely a good guy. He's the one you're closest to. Not. He's a mentor. Yeah. But like he's like he feels like he's like what Parker would be like. If he wasn't Spider-Man. He wasn't always like that. When they first no, came into being, fair. they kind of evolved him into that. And I of think course. that was a great evolution. Of yeah. course, yeah. No, and I get that a lot of the villains started off like paperweights that became something else. <laughs> yeah. But like what they've turned that character into is so compelling. Yeah. And I and I really like the way they handled um, Harry Osborn. Yeah. Harry Os- he's the older one. No, who's the older one? Norman Osborn. Norman, Norman Osborn. Osborn. Yeah. Where he is just a char- a guy who is just so desperate to save his son. Yeah. yeah. That's all he is. Everything he does, he does in the name of good, but he does it out of desperation because he lost his wife to this disease and now he's losing his son. Right. And he's just desperate to fix it. And he will, he doesn't want to sacrifice everything, but he accidentally does. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those people where it's like, you have good intentions, but the methods that you go to Born out of desperation is what's caused this whole thing to go to shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I love, I think they did a good job because to me, Spider-Man is about his relationship to his villains. Yep. Yes. Which is why I thought the Miles Morales was amazing. And this was just as good. They had a few side villains peppered in there for good. Sure. Good fights. Yeah. Um, and that was fun. The fight. Face time. <laughs> Face time. Yeah. And they, they were great. They were fun. But I really fucking, I did do want to mention that 
I saw a lot of articles online and reviews talking about how people love the relationship between um, uh, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and, um, oh my God, what's her name? Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Yeah. Because at that point, they're like divorced. They're broken up and they have to get back together. I think it's a fucking, they they need to seek psychological help. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Because if you notice, they broke up because he, she goes off and does dangerous stuff. Right. And he's like, I need to protect you because if, I don't know if you know this. I know you're a reporter and you kind of know this, but these villains could nuke the city. They yeah. have the power to nuke the city. So I'm protecting you against these really bad people that you're fucking around with. And the only time in which she started showing interest in him again was when he was getting back into more dangerous stuff again. Yeah. She has attraction to danger. Yeah. yeah. And that's why she's a, she's not attracted to Peter Parker. She's attracted to the danger around him. Oh, which, and she, which, she's uh, into spiders. it, baby. It gets her rocking and rolling, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. baby. That's funny that you bring that up. <laughs> that's funny. She's got a hard... She is mentally fucking damaged. Yeah. She's got a lady. Universe. <laughs> that's true. She's got a lady boner for violence. That's all that's going on. Yeah. So yeah, very. I don't want to spoil the ending. The ending is so impactful. Okay. It means so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great, great. But Marvel's Mouse is way better. The ending is way better. Holy fucking shit! Everything you liked about Marvel, crank it up to eleven and put it in there. It's a lot smaller, so it's a lot easier to chunk in. Fuck yeah. And so the impacts and the betrayals and everything is so much more impactful. Yeah. Hell it's yeah, man. So good. Good. Good to know. Because I haven't played that one and I won't get to it until I have a You PS5. fucking need to. Yeah. Um, so for show, I started watching Pacific Rim The Black. Oh, nice. Oh, how is it? On Netflix? It looks like garbage. How is it? Actually, it's not. Yeah? It's pretty good. They do a really good... Because it, it looks really bad. It does not look great. I was desperate <laughs> one day. Well, I don't want to say desperate, but I was... Yeah, I had nothing better. Let's yeah. try this out. And it's... They do a good job. Uh, the, the robot fighting is actually kind of meh. Yeah, but what's great is the intercharacterness. So they use okay, the so drift. The, the writers did better. The writers did better. Yeah. yeah, the they do the drift. Yeah, a lot in this one, and characters who they kind of explain the drift more and talk about it yeah. and deal with it more. And what's happening is there's these other characters that are antagonists to each other, and what happens is they end up drifting because of whatever reason. Like, holy shit, there's a kaiju coming. We need a you and I shouldn't drift, but yeah. we need to figure this out and yeah. drift. And so there's these characters that are hiding secrets and they're, they're hiding from each other and they have these character flaws mm. and suddenly they know each other's memories and feelings and emotions on so those memories. So now they know their side of the story. Now too. they know their side of the story. So there's these things that are happening where these it's about the characters and because of the drift, they feel more empathy towards each other and it drives yeah. these characters in different directions. Yeah. Nice. So this one character who's all soft and loving. I'm actually excited that you say this because this is the one thing I'm like, what? they have so much potential with this thing. They, they do. They never did. And there's one character that is soft and like always, they call it, they, she, they make fun of her because they call her princess because, oh. you know, she always has the idealistic view of the right. world. She ends up drifting with someone who is like the raised in a rough environment yeah. and is now yeah. a murderer and it's right. just numb emotions. Yeah. And they kind of like, oh, we're not actually that different. Yeah. And they kind of grow in understanding. Mm. One grows a little bit tougher. One grows a bit softer because of it. Interesting. Yeah. And they kind of grow and everyone starts to under, it kind of, the drift almost provides a, they're showing that people are not as different as people think they are. Yeah. Great fucking story. And they, they it allows people Timely. to expand their character. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, they only like barely touched on that point in the first one. And the second one was they didn't do that at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they used the drift for what it could have been used for, what it was supposed to be used for. Right. Was about to make the, the story about the characters, not about yeah. the fire, fighting of the robots. Yeah. This one, it's about the characters, not about the fighting of the robots. Yeah. But that's funny. Still fighting of robots. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out then. Hell yeah, man. Cool. Anything you've been playing, watching? Real oh, quick? 
Yeah. So, uh, so playing wise, I, I, I did end up finishing the uh, Link's Awakening remake cool. on Switch. That yes. was fun. So a nice little jaunt down memory lane. It took me like maybe twelve or fourteen hours in total, just because I remembered most of the game. It turns <laughs> yeah. out from when I was like six years old. So there you go. And uh, next up, I did. You're I like st- the uh, you're like the guy putting together the gun blindfolded. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Exactly. Controlling your thing. Ah, I fight too easy. (laughs) Yes, I've awoken the windfish. Yes, so it's true. And uh, then I then I ended up getting Persona Five Strikers for the Switch. How is Uh, that? uh, Um, wow, not great, eh? Uh, the reviews painted in quite a positive light. The trouble is this. So I'm like six hours in. Like I've played like a good chunk of it so far. What is this like? This is like a Dynasty Warriors game. Uh, it. You know, it, it sometimes. Yeah, I I think that was the intention was to make the combat like a muso style game but it's very finite when you do get into battles and they're typically over fairly quickly oh and uh the, so a, a muso style game i expect a level you know those those style levels to last you know 45 minutes to an hour the first time i play through them right because yep. i'm trying to find everything and kill every enemy on the battlefield and all this good stuff and in this it's just it, no 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 it doesn't do any of that but the other the other side of it is though is i still haven't hit a point in the game the Persona series, if you've played a lot of those games, what you know is that there's a lot of really good dungeons like that are like labyrinths that you wander around in for a long, long, long time and find everything, learn them like the back of your hand. And that's always been a feature of the Persona games. In fact, even Persona Q for the Nintendo 3DS, uh, that series, you, you're actually even old school. Uh, they're like, um, you're like using the touchscreen to draw and map out <laughs> The dungeon that That's you're actually kind of cool, and it's fucking awesome. So and it even gives you like little things you to, to draw put in your for. own map. It's so sick. Like I love it. I love it. Etrian Odyssey does something similar too. And uh, but but this one, it, it the dungeons don't really stand out. The combat doesn't really stand out. I'm just getting into some of the Persona elements, like getting switched between Personas that I end up collecting right. in the game, which is fine. And there are some RPG elements with that. But the thing that's really killing me is just it's like. The sheer amount of just boring, needless story and conversations that happen in the game. It is, I'm probably five or six hours into the game, and I swear it's been 80% of the game so far, and I just don't know how much more I can take. So if you, if you no, want a game that's, that's mostly talking, that is sometimes punctuated with combat and some RPG elements, Persona 5 Strikers all the way. If you're someone who just came off of like Hyrule Warriors... <laughs> <laughs> and you want, and if it's a Muso style game, it better be a fucking Muso style game. Then, then, uh, then, then this is not this is not the game for you. So yeah, anyway, so I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna unload it. Oh, that's <laughs> and, the game uh, you want to send back and get. Uh... Yeah, I think I want to get the Yakuza. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a dragon. Yeah. So I think that sounds a lot better. So anyway, yeah, it, it's it seems like an okay game. Uh, as someone who's a fan of the Persona series, it's not really jiving with me, and that's a real disappointment because it's all the characters from five all back for a new adventure and I should be fucking loving it. And, uh, and they really haven't given me a reason that to love sucks. it yet. They haven't given me a reason to love it. So anyway, I'll give it a little bit more time and see if that changes, but, but yeah, cause it sounds way better anyway. Yeah. Um, watching. Uh, so I did, um, age of samurai battle for Japan on Netflix. So How was watching that? that, that's it's, a documentary series. Kind yeah. Of thing, I've completed yeah. four of the five or six episodes so far and it's, it's good. It's good. It's done like a little bit like, uh, like a drama documentary. Yeah, drama mentory. I don't know what you would call that, but it's uh, it starts off with the initial unification of just like the main island Honshu. So and that was um, fuck Nobunaga. That was about Oda Nobunaga. 
Yeah, yeah, and and his his rise and fall, and now it's getting into the succession of sh- very short term shoguns who took took on after him, after him, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the many centuries of people who weren't as good as him, right, 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 <laughs> and then uh, and I think it eventually gets to who is it Iyagawa? I'm trying to think of who or Ieyasu. What's his name? Ieyasu. Anyway, yeah, Ieyasu. So yeah, yeah. So eventually it's going to get to him, and everything's going to be fine, and Japan will be united. But we're still a little <laughs> bit away from there. Anyway, life really fucking sucked for those people back then. Yes, oh, yeah. like really badly from the Jedi to the. Period, yeah, pretty much all like shit. so badly. Oh my god! Yeah. Like there was no redeeming factor in living in Japan no. during that time. It, like, it was a simple life, dude. It's it, why it's, it was but, very easy for Catholic uh, priests to show yeah, up. Yeah. And be like, I want to change the way you're doing it. Yes. Oh my god! Get please do anything. Because, <laughs> yeah. dude, like Odin Nobunaga shows up, and uh, and I didn't know this about him, but so he's you know he's always sort of cast in media as like. Uh, like a, like a warlord, but also a uniter of Japan. Like, he's driven by the unification of Japan, when really his, history will tell us... He's kind of an Alexander us, Great is the way they... Yeah, say. history will but tell us... But a bit us, more villainous, usually. He's actually more focused on himself, and he becomes known for, in history, and very quickly so, wiping out the villages of the people who he's trying to take over their areas for. Yeah, he's so not like a good he, guy. He'll go into an area to kill, you know, the... the, the what do you call he's it? He's a unifier. He, well... But there's nothing left to unify. No, he exactly. Kills no, that's the thing. Anybody like, who's yeah. anybody who's left is under yeah. him. It's easier to govern no one <laughs> you, than you, it is to govern you, someone. You you mistake unification as being a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is not necessarily a good thing. It's it just it's so it's so crazy because like he just he becomes known for just like killing the women and children. It's, like just, yeah. <laughs> just it's wiping why them Nobunaga out. is no, usually when they portray him in a video game. Yeah, like when he's, he's like he's a villain. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's what? Yeah, he's in, he's in Pokemon Pokemon uh, Conquest. Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Weird. Do mm-hmm. I have to give you a game cartridge when you leave here today? Yeah. If I have something to play it on, sure. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, that was the one where they Nobunaga's ambition with yes. Pokemon. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And um anyway, I think that's oh no no. I did watch One Punch Man season two. Oh. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Don't say anything. Okay. It's 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 different. Yes, it's I know. It, I know it's different. Yeah, uh, but but I would say it, it's equally good, but but for other reasons. Yes, right. Because there's only so far you can take like the guy who kills everything in one punch. You know what I mean? There's yeah. only so far you can take that. They focus more on another character. Yeah. In multiple other characters, which I was very yeah. pleased about. Yeah. In fact, um, you know, if if you really want to dig more into the tropes that they introduced uh, in. One Punch Man season one with a lot of the heroes. This digs way deeper into some yeah. of those tropes, and it's fucking cool. Yeah. Like I loved it. I loved it. It reminds so. me more of Dragon Ball Z. I'll just say my hero. I Actually, my hero there, there's one one character, the main guy you're talking about that they introduced. That's like, I mean, I'm like, is this Vegeta? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, is this like this? Obviously, he's modeled after, and I love that because I can tell that the writers uh, have a huge appreciation and a huge uh, uh, sort of uh, infatuation yes. with with Vegeta as well. So I'm like, hell yes, this this is a great <laughs> season, and uh, and and you know that particular character, the journey is just never quite what you expect. So it's really interesting, really yeah, interesting. I'm looking for and, a great uh, series. Yeah, you got to see it, man. You got to see it. Yeah. But anyway, so I just I watched it on uh, I found a YouTube channel. Yeah. They had it like in the bottom quarter of the screen. It's one of those ones. Uh, and I just expanded it on my screen and watched each episode. So Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so anyway, loved it. Absolutely loved it. I'm 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 probably just going to buy it now and just own it. So, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, cool. Um, a little low on time, but I'll kind of touch on a couple things. Uh, Valheim, I've been playing. A lot of people have been playing that game. Uh, it's pretty cool. A lot of people are liking it for probably the wrong reasons. Uh, I'm actually surprised that this game, for some reason, blew up, where a bunch of other games of the same genre 
failed miserably. Like the force. I'm assuming well, why, that. Why is that? No, force is great. Actually, force did really well. Yeah, it did. Um, why did it? Why did it blow up when others failed? It just. Uh, um, I don't know. Hmm. It became popular. Maybe Vikings. Uh, hmm. Shrug. I don't know. Hit the right time, right, right moment. Exactly. Like just, maybe, nobody had anything to play. Maybe I don't, the stars I don't know. were aligned. True. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And I'm not saying it's a terrible game, but it's definitely not the best in in house of what the fuck it is. I've watched. Yeah, gameplay it, of it and gone why is this famous it's, it shouldn't be as popular as it is I'm happy for the developers that it is this popular because it means that they can go on and do things that they want or maybe make a better game mm-hmm. um, but the yeah I don't know um, but anyway played that uh, new Total War DLC came out for Three Kingdoms Total War That oh Three Kingdoms yeah um, uh, there is new DLC coming out in the form of a legendary lord for the dark elves. yeah the whip man uh, yeah, uh, Claron Carr. Uh, he's uh, one of the Beastmasters, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that'll be really interesting. We already have a character from Claron Carr, actually. We have the guy who's in the south, the uh, Hydra. Like, a, like, uh, like a, just a new faction guy. or no. a new race? Uh, new faction within the same race, okay. uh, which is the Dark Elves. Every lord is kind of their own faction, which oftentimes yeah. either has a very different mechanic or a twist. Right. A on, slight twist on existing right. mechanics. Yeah. So like uh, Dark Eldar, a lot of them or Dark Eldar, well, uh, <laughs> Dark, Dark Elves are a lot of like raiding, piracy, slavery, mm. stuff like that. Cool. Uh, yeah. So they're fun. Um, and their lords have pretty varying changes to how they play. Not as varying as fucking Skaven, but <clears throat> varying all the same. Uh, other than that, I mean, watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., for like the billionth time, uh, yeah. For like the billionth <laughs> time, uh, fuck it. Uh, it's a it's a long series, but man, there are some really cool characters. Uh, the season that I'm currently on is when uh, there's a bit of a there's some time shit that happens, um, and they end up dealing with a Cree who kind of is lording over the last vestiges of humanity. And he's just trying nice. to turn them all into Inhumans so that he can sell them off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And he's actually like, he's really interesting because he's like kind of like, like calm, compelling, kind of like, oh, I'm compassionate, stuff like that. But he does the most sinister shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's cool as hell, like, man. He takes one of the main characters, like one of the main casts, and he's like, he turns her into his servant by putting this uh, like, like liquid-based cybernetic into her ear that makes it so she can hear nothing. No sound at all except for him. Wow. And only when he wants her to hear him. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's amazing, so it, dude. And, like, and he's just like, he breaks people. It's really interesting. That's amazing. That is vicious. The, the, there's, there are some good characters in that show. You just, at some point when you have nothing else to watch, watch it. You will not regret watching it. I don't think. Maybe you will. I, I fully want to watch it now. That'll be the next thing, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, I'll wait till Alex yeah. decides. I'll, I'll have him as the tiebreaker. The question, and maybe something we should think about for next episode. Splinter from Ninja Turtles. Is he a Skaven? Uh, yeah. So there's actually a funny image. Did I send it to you? Actually, yes. Adam, I think I did. Yeah. Uh, there's an image where uh, Throt the Unclean is talking to Splinter, and he's like, uh, oh, you, your mutants are really good, because Throt's <laughs> whole thing is he makes fucking mutants. That's amazing. That's not. Right. Oh no, it's it's actually in the in the Running Geek Discord, I think. Is it really? Oh, yeah, I think it's in the main. Whoop whoop. Nope. Maybe, maybe I wouldn't even know there it is if okay. I'd seen it. Oh shit! Just hit the hang up button. There you go. When did you post that? <laughs> uh ten thirty yesterday in the morning. Were you thinking was Splinter escaping, and then you like searched? It no, it's just something that somebody had made on. Because like, I didn't see that, and I just thought of it. <laughs> Scroll up a little bit just so Alex can see the. Oh, I love this one. 
Which one? <laughs> it's uh, a <laughs> so when your headset's broken, all your buddies randomly start shooting the Jedi, and it's just a confused <laughs> stormtrooper, yeah, clone, clone trooper doing the shrug. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like, good. Why is everybody killing these fucking people? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, I guess I'll kill them too. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's great, man. Yeah, we, we've got it. We've got a great Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If uh, if anybody wants into Discord, we have one. It's General Chat Nobi. Listeners kick it into right. Yes, if they're if they're inclined, yeah, anyone okay. can. Anyone yeah, we can. have that. So if you're so interested in that, yeah, moment hit us you up join on us, you get general chat Nomi, chat with anyone and uh, episode content so you know what's coming up next before Woo! alex does yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing it. that's amazing cool so uh what i'll do is I- i'm actually just gonna do like a cephalopod preview and just kind of put it in at the end of each episode so we don't have to do that that whole rigmarole again this is alex austin signing off and i forget my title again plebby and adam that's sad and just Rob, thank you. And there's also a chance we didn't introduce ourselves in this episode, so we'll find out later. <laughs> okay, that's it for episode 125. See you.